year could impact your life. And speaking of your life, if you've got a question for me this morning that you want me to discuss live on the air today, I want you to do me a favor. Text us, call us, get Jan your questions. She'll get those over to me, and I'll answer as many of those as I can get to today. Jan, what's the uh, what's the phone number they can send all those into? 850-437-1620. Excellent. Yeah, I always love it when you guys uh, are able to participate in the show. That makes it fun for me to answer questions I know you guys have. And speaking of questions that I know everybody out there's got, that's what I like to talk about on these. I talk, that's that's my job, right? I talk with patients. I treat patients every day, all day. That's that's my world. And I hear these same questions, these same concerns over and over again. And that's the stuff that I like to bring you on the air, on this expert panel uh, talk show today. So we're going to get into it. One of the things that I hear very frequently is about arthritis. I, I bet everybody's heard of that one, right? And more specifically, something called osteoarthritis, because there's there's other types of arthritis, you know, the rheumatoid arthritis, the there's genetic conditions that can cause different arthritic conditions. But today we're going to discuss osteoarthritis or OA. And this is such a common condition. I meet so many people that come into the clinic and they've been dealing with pain. They tell me, hey, I went to my doctor already for this. They took some x-rays and I've got bad news, doc. They told me I have arthritis. The Tylenol isn't helping anymore. You know, what, what can I do to help? And let me tell you something. Almost everybody is going to have osteoarthritis at some point. If you're over the age of about 30, 35, you're getting this stuff right now. It's just that type of wear and tear arthritic change. It's a degenerative joint disease, and what we see is this is characterized by the breakdown of cartilage in your joints. And over time, your body starts to deposit calcium where that cartilage was or in those ligaments, and uh, that's where you form these bone spurs. You've heard of bone spurs, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. did you ever know how those formed, right? Like, what is... No. No. And that's... A lot of people don't. We've heard these terms tossed around osteoarthritis, bone spurs joint cartilage, but how does all that really interact with your body? How does it cause pain? That's what we're going to get into today. And, you know, this can occur from a variety of reasons, and I'll get into, you know, why it happens in just a few minutes. But like I was saying earlier, this stuff is so common. Everybody's going to deal with this. We're humans on planet Earth. We've got this thing called gravity that's pressing us down, keeping our feet on the floor, on the ground every single day. And that's why our body has some of this cartilage to help with some of that, you know, the force on our joints. If we didn't have cartilage in between our joints, life would be tough. That would not be very comfortable. Uh, you hear people talk about bone on bone joints, and those people oftentimes have to get them replaced. But if you've got a little bit of cartilage left or if the cartilage is still there and it hasn't completely degenerated yet, sometimes that stuff can be painful. Now, these changes, that, that degenerative change that I'm talking about, this stuff does, doesn't happen randomly. You know, it's not contagious. You don't have a friend with arthritis and you were hanging out together and now you've got their arthritis. That's not the way this stuff works. There's a few factors that are going to influence where these changes occur and how significant they are. You know, things like previous joint injuries or trauma, uh, poor posture, your age, your activity level. Uh, there's a genetic component to this stuff. You know, it's not necessarily that 
you inherited mom's bad back, but we're all kind of on this spectrum of, you know, what we look like. I, you know, I like to pick on Jan a little yes, bit for you those do. of you don't, that don't know. She's uh, not quite as vertically uh, oh. gifted as I am. Get, oh, so <laughs> she's you're a little, gifted, I'm not. Yeah, gotcha, not quite gotcha as vertically gifted. So there's a disparity, teeny. I'm right? pretty teeny. I'm pretty short. And that happens with our joints as well. Yeah. You know, some people are going to have a little more space in their knees, uh, you know, they're not going to be quite as prone to arthritic changes as somebody that doesn't have as much space there. Just that's the way they were born. Or maybe you're one of those people with scoliosis in your spine, mm. right? That lateral curvature. You're going to be a little more apt to have some arthritic changes in your back just because of, again, that genetic component. Uh, so that's a few things that can influence where those changes occur. Those injuries, um, the trauma, the posture, all that stuff has an effect. But one thing I really do want to stress with osteoarthritis specifically is it's not always painful. And sometimes it is, but it, again, it's not always that way. And it's something that I found odd and kind of confusing at times is it's not always the extent of the arthritic change that determines whether or not this stuff is going to cause pain. Right, that would make sense, Jana. Somebody with significant arthritis has significant pain. Somebody with mild arthritis really shouldn't have that much pain, right? That yeah. would that's not the case with this stuff at all. And I right. see that so frequently. The images don't always line up with the severity of pain or pain at all. I've seen people with what I would assume is a very painful back and based on their x rays and then they walk into the clinic, they say, No, doc, it's not my back that's hurting at all. You know, I've got some knee pain. And that stuff always surprises me, but that's what the research shows. That's not just my opinion. They see this stuff everywhere across the world. Just because you have significant arthritis doesn't mean that you have pain. And I thought that was always a, a really interesting thing. And this stuff, it takes months and years for these changes to occur. You know, and people that have that significant arthritis, they didn't develop it over the past few weeks. They've had this stuff for a long time, but maybe over the past few weeks, they started to experience pain, right? So if they didn't develop that change in the last couple of weeks, what's going on with this? Like, why have they had this arthritis for a while, but all of a sudden it started to cause pain? There's a few answers to that question. Number one, the mechanical stress that you put on your joints and in what can be an abnormal fashion are a big factor in why that arthritic joint will become inflamed and irritated and now it starts to hurt. And this has a, a whole variety of things. This stuff can range from things like, you know, lifting something too heavy, uh, maybe twisting the wrong way, uh, being involved in a car accident, poor posture over time. All these things can cause that condition that you've had, like I said, for a while to now become painful. And that pain, again, it can range from mild discomfort and maybe just some stiffness all the way up to something that's pretty, pretty debilitating that, you know, makes it really difficult to move around. Okay, so now we know a little bit about what this osteoarthritis is. Now let's kind of get into why everybody's listening today. What can you do to help treat and prevent this joint degeneration from causing pain? And, you know, normally when I talk about this, the logical order that I like to go in is step one, let's prevent this thing, right? Let's first talk prevention. Second, we'll talk treatment. And finally, we'll talk about rehab and kind of lifestyle maintenance is 
you know, the sequential order that I like to go in. But that's really not what anybody does, right? I can probably count on one hand the amount of times I've met a patient that came into my clinic and they say, hey, I've heard there's some stuff I can do that's going to really mitigate the risk of me having arthritis later in life. Can you help me out? Like, give me some guidance. What should I be doing? That does not happen in my life very often. I would love to hear it, but typically the conversation goes something more like this. They say, Dr. McMillan, my back has been achy for years, really haven't uh, done much about it, but right now it is really bad. Please, please help me get out of pain. That's what I see. So that's the order we're going to go in today. We're going to talk first about what can you do today if you're in pain. Then we'll kind of get in what sort of things can you do to prevent this, and that kind of blends in pretty well with the maintenance care, like the rehabilitative stuff you can do if, hey, I've already had some pain in the past. What can I do to prevent that from continually coming back over and over again? All right. So the first thing that I want you to do, pick up your phone and call your chiropractor. Schedule an appointment for their next available appointment. Stop putting this stuff off. Stop procrastinating. You've already tried the sit and wait method. You've already tried taking ibuprofen and Advil. You've done all that stuff. This is a progressive degenerative disease. Progressive, it's going to get worse. Degenerative, it's not going to just regenerate. That's not the way this stuff works. Once you lose that cartilage, it doesn't just come back if you you know take a few days off of doing whatever it was you were doing to bother your back. This stuff gets worse if you don't treat it properly. If it hurts right now, it's going to get worse later on if you don't do something about it. And if you don't have a chiropractor, give me a call at the Neal Clinic. Our number is 850-479-2700. Tell Jamie you want to schedule your consultation and she'll get you set up. We don't charge for these consultations because I don't know if your condition is something that is actually a chiropractic condition. That's my chance to really assess what your symptoms are. Make sure it's something that I'll be able to help with initially. If it's not, guess what? You don't owe us anything. I haven't done anything other than take my time to learn about what your symptoms are, and then I'll refer you to the type of doctor you need to see if it's not something that I can treat. There's no sense in wasting my time, your time, with me treating something that I know I'm not going to be able to help with. If you need a knee replacement, you need to go see the orthopedic doctor. There's no amount of adjusting or you know, lifestyle training that I can do to regenerate that cartilage. If it's time to get that knee replaced, that's what you need to do. And I'll refer you to the type of doctors that can do that stuff. But please stop just sitting around and waiting for this to get better because, again, this stuff is progressive. It gets worse over time. The next thing I want you to do is go to your freezer I want you to get out an ice pack and put it on that area that hurts for about 10 to 15 minutes. Now, what this ice is going to do is it's going to help decrease the inflammation in those joints that are irritated. And decreasing that inflammatory response in your body is going to help decrease your pain and help reduce the risk of that further degeneration happening. Now, one thing I said, if you were listening, I said 10 to 15 minutes at a time. If some ice is good, more ice is not even better. You know, if you constantly are walking around with an ice pack on, that's how you get frostbite. Do not do that. I know some of you guys out there listening right now are the, hey, if they tell me to take two Tylenol, I'm going to try three or four because if two helps, four is going to make me feel great. Do not do that with ice. You're going to end up with freezer burn. You're going to end up with frostbite. 
10 to 15 minutes at a time, put that ice pack back in the freezer for about 30 minutes, then you can use it again. Doing this three to four times throughout your day when you're hurting will really help decrease your pain and reduce your inflammation. I give out ice packs to every single one of our new patients because I need them to use them. And I don't get these lousy, cheap, throwaway things. The ice packs that we have are the best ones I've found. I ordered ice packs from all sorts of different suppliers, all different brands, materials, and tried them all. And I found the best ones to use are the soft clay on the inside, their fabric on the outside. They're incredibly comfortable to use. They don't freeze really solid. It's not something to put in your cooler when you go out to the beach on the weekend. These things are designed to be used on your body. They don't get that cold by design. They don't stay that cold for that long by design. Again, because I need my patients to use them, because guess what? If they use those ice packs because they're comfortable, they're going to get better faster. And that's our goal. If we can get you out of pain and then keep you out of pain, I'm happy and our patients are happy. That's why they love using these things. And not everybody loves ice. I mean, I get it. It's getting cooler out there. And putting an ice pack on can be a little startling sometimes. I've got tons of tricks and tips for you. If you're somebody that's loved those heating pads in the past, what I want you to do is grab that heating pad, put it on your lap, hold it against your chest, put it wherever you need to to stay warm and comfortable, but put that ice pack where it's hurting, where that inflammation is, that's going to give you some relief. That's actually going to help you feel better. And chiropractic care is really exactly the type of care you need if your joints are hurting because of this type of arthritis. Again, those medications that you can buy over the counter, they really take a toll on your stomach, your kidneys, your liver, and you really shouldn't be taking them every day for weeks and weeks. But making sure that your joints are aligned and moving the way they should through those chiropractic adjustments are the best way to treat this condition. Your chiropractors are also going to use different therapies to help reduce some of that local inflammation, which really helps you get out of pain faster and reduces those long-term effects of these joint injuries. You know, uh, speaking of injuries, I see a lot of patients after they've been involved in things like a car accident or they fell at home. And frequently what I hear after these auto accidents is, you know, they didn't really initially think they were hurt all that bad. You know, but over the next few days, everything's starting to ache a little bit more. You know, getting through a whole work day that used to be pretty easy, pretty routine, right? It becomes harder and harder. You're starting to get these headaches. Your neck is a little achy. Your back is sore. You just, you feel like something is off. And those feelings, I again, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Those are those warning signs that something is off in your body. It's your brain sending a signal or receiving a signal, actually, that something is wrong with that joint. And you need to do something about that. And it's not just sit and wait and see if it goes away. You know, and that's that normal progression because, again, your body's going to take some time to respond to those injuries, to those tendons and ligaments in your spine that have been injured during that auto accident. And it's not just the short-term pain that's a problem with these. Remember I talked about that osteoarthritis being a progressive degenerative condition? The long-term effects of these things, if, they, if left untreated, can actually be even worse in a few months or years down the road 
as more and more calcium is deposited in, it, in those areas of injury if you don't get that stuff treated properly. These things can start to pinch on your nerves. It can start to make it really difficult to turn your head or look up or down or depending on where you hurt, if it's your low back, it can make it really difficult to bend down and tie your shoes or put your socks on in the morning. I see this stuff all the time and you know people will say, yeah, I was in a pretty bad car accident a few years ago. I went to the emergency room. They said, uh, you know, I was fine. Nothing was broken. They gave me some medication and that's, you know, that's really all I did. Well, those joints that were damaged during that accident, that's where we're seeing the issues now. That's where you're going to have these problems. And those medications that they gave you at the emergency room, the anti-inflammatory medication, probably a muscle relaxer, something to make you a little more comfortable. That's great. We're treating some symptoms, but that's not doing anything to treat the root cause of what is causing that pain, what's causing that discomfort, those joints that were kind of pushed out of place and now have a little more stress on them in areas where it shouldn't be. The only type of doctor that treats that stuff are chiropractors. You don't go to the emergency room and get an adjustment on your neck or your back after an auto accident. You're in there for well, you're probably there for a long time because, uh, you know, there it takes a while going to those places. But they're going to make sure that nothing is threatening your life, which is, again, what the emergency room is designed to do. But if that's not occurring and, you know, you're not bleeding on your brain or anything like that or you don't have any broken bones, you're getting out, sent out of there. You're going straight to the pharmacy. And that's really the extent of what you're going to see. That's why so many people recommend you go to a chiropractor after you've been involved in a car accident to be assessed, to make sure that you're not going to have those long-term consequences from this stuff years and years down the road or even months. Sometimes this stuff can set in, you know, six, eight months down the road. It gets much worse. I see that frequently. And in the state of Florida, there's actually a time limitation on how quickly you need to be seen before the coverage for that auto accident runs out. I've talked about it on the on the show before, Jan. I'm going to quiz you a little bit here. How long do you have after a car accident to go be seen? How many days? I I honestly didn't think it was days. I thought you said it was 48 hours, maybe. No, no? it's uh, you got a little longer than that. Okay. A little bit bigger window. It's 14 days. Okay. Which you know kind of seems arbitrary to me. Like what they don't know, you know, what if you have something else going on in your world? I see this where people have a trip planned and they say, hey, I was in a car accident as I was out running errands. I'm going out of town next week or I just uh, caretakers. They have to get other people to appointments and things. And maybe they just don't have time to do that. But you have to be seen by a provider within 14 days of that accident or your auto insurance company that's responsible for paying those medical bills for your injuries is no longer liable for that. Go get this stuff checked out sooner rather than later. And that's my best recommendation for these kinds of injuries anyway. The yeah. sooner we treat this stuff, the better results we have, the faster you're going to get better. Stop putting this stuff off. I, I can't stress that enough. It does not change if you just sit around and wait. The pain may eventually go away, but you're still putting that stress on the joint and that's what's going to cause worse and worse changes, further degeneration. That's why they call this a progressive degenerative disease, because once it starts, it really only gets worse. You're mm -hmm. not going to regenerate 
the cartilage. Your joint spaces don't just expand if you, you know, sit around and wait longer. That's not how it works. And the adjustments, what we're trying to do is make sure that when we assess your joints, you're going to have some joint restriction. You may not notice it initially, but as we take you through those ranges of motion, you'll say, hey, I, it feels like I can't turn my head as far to the right as I can the left side. Or, hey, I have a little pain. It feels kind of pinching when I get all the way rotated to my left. And again, these are things you wouldn't notice had you not have come in and me take you through those things. But that's the sort of stuff we're looking for. And again, those are signals that something is wrong and we need to address them with those chiropractic manipulations. And that's what this stuff is all about. If you haven't been to a chiropractor and you don't know what to expect, that's really what we're going to do. We're going to first take a thorough history. We want to know why you're here. What's hurting? How long has it been hurting? What have you tried so far? And then we're going to do an assessment. We have to take you through a physical exam. You know, for your neck, I'm going to make you look up and down and left and right. I'm going to have you bend your head to the left, you know, put your left ear on your left shoulder. We have to look and assess, you know, how far are you able to move this? Are you having any pain? Are there any muscles that are really, really tight and restricted and locked up, causing you to not have that normal range of motion? Are you having a, any nerve involvement with this? You've got nerve roots that exit out of your spine, right? The spine uh, contains your spinal cord, which kind of protects it. And then it exits off on both sides. And those nerve roots from your neck travel down your arms and into your hands. Is some of that arthritis pinching on one of those nerves causing symptoms to come down your arms and into your hands? Does it feel like it's numb or tingling or kind of burning sometimes? A lot of times you don't have a problem with your hand. That stuff's coming from your neck. And I, I hear this all the time. You know, I, Doc, it's, it's my hand that bothers me. It's not my neck. Well, if I, I could treat your hand all we want, we're never going to make a change in those symptoms. But if I fix the problem in your neck where it starts, the symptoms in your hand go away. And once I show people pictures and, and how all this stuff works, they're on board with it because patient education is such a big part of what I do. Uh, and I think it's the way that the whole medical system should be going because the more you understand about your healthcare and what your condition is, what your yeah. treatment options are, you'll go home and do stuff like use those ice packs or do these stretches I'm telling you to do without, you know, just blindly believing it. If you understand how it works and why, you'll go home and actually do them. You have a vested interest in doing that because now you know what the progress and what the outcome is supposed to be if you do these things. And that stuff's really important to me. So that's why we schedule so much time for that initial consultation. Sometimes I'm in there for 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes with one patient because it takes some time. You know, if you're somebody that's had several joints replaced or been in several accidents, it takes a while to get through that stuff. Well, Jan's giving me that sign that I, I've almost uh, talked myself out of time this morning. And as usual, uh, I didn't get to everything I wanted to cover. But we'll finish this up on the next show. Again, my name is Dr. Ben McMillan with the Neal Clinic. We're located over on Creighton Road, right across the street from the Walmart. Our phone number is 850-479-2700. If you're ready to find the source of your pain and fix it, give us a call. Come in for your consultation and we'll take a look and see if your case is a chiropractic case. Jan, thanks again for having me on this morning. I'm so glad you were here. Pensacola Expert Panel News Radio 92.3 up next. Visit Pensacola.